When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is a transformative time for Black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Living the dream once again on a fabulous college football Saturday. Hartman and Arrington with you. We are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Look like who's it. here. Hello. LeVar is back. Good morning and afternoon to some of us. Yes. It is great to see you, LeVar. It's Pleasure, great to man. be reunited. Always we haven't done a show in a while. I mean, we did it together first. Yes. We're the OGs. Yes, we are. Yes. We have a long history and we have a huge college football Saturday. By oh, the way, amazing. Nebraska and Ohio State are battling. Tied right now. Tied Eight up. minutes to go in the first half there. We're going to keep our eye on everything college football. So, LeVar, here we are. It is the debut of the Big Ten season mm-hmm. before we get into some of the details about what's going on in the games today i want to go back okay because it was the big 10 that pulled the plug on their fall schedule that's right saying they were going to go to a spring schedule the pac-12 which has basically become the lapdog of the big 10 whatever the big 10 says the pac-12 follow follows behind. suit mm-hmm. and there was the belief that weekend that the dominoes were going to fall. Mm-hmm. You know, it started off with the uh, MAC and the Big Ten, and mm-hmm. then it was the Pac-12, and then all the other conferences would follow suit. So within a week, 
and there would be no fall schedule, and there would be only spring football. And I kept saying, I guarantee you, SEC's not going to back out. ACC's not going to back out. And they didn't. Your guarantee proved true. And there they are, the Big Ten playing in the fall. So your thoughts on this and this pandemic that we're still experiencing? Well, with all things given, I know you you want to take into consideration, obviously, first and foremost, the safety and the health of everyone that's involved. All all members, coaches, you know, health staff, help staff, players, condition trainers, you know, equipment managers. You want to make sure everyone is safe. But at the same time, if there is a way for you to be able to have the season it's the best decision to make, Steve. It, hands down, no matter what side you fall on, it is the best decision. If someone is impacted health-wise, address it. If something happens health-wise on a larger scale, adapt and adjust. Address it. But to walk totally away and not say we're going to continue to live our lives, we're going to continue to press forward, is a total contradiction to what America stands for. And I won't get too far off into that, but to know that I'm going to see my Penn State Nittany Lions play in a, <laughs> in a little bit of time, two hours and mm-hmm. 26 minutes. Yes, uh, not to, that you're counting down. No, nah, I'm yeah, not yeah. counting down. Now, who's paying attention to all that? We yeah, are. <laughs> but yeah. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. And, and, and here's one thing, Steve. I had an opportunity to spend – a lot of time with Micah Parsons, with Jesse uh, Laketa and and Jason Oway. They they came out here and were training for some time because, well, they thought that their season was over. And the amount of anguish and disappointment and heartache and just all of the emotions that I experienced from them was heartbreaking. You know, sometimes you're not close enough. I mean, I could have felt that that's what it was from afar, but to have them here. And then to think, like, think about this, Steve. Micah Parsons was on par to be considered, if not the greatest Penn State linebacker to ever play at the school. Not as long as you played there. Within <laughs> within the conversation. Yeah. All that was left was to win the awards, to get the buckets, to get the Benerick, and we knew that those were coming to him this year. He wanted to play. I want to ask you about these stadiums because okay. obviously during your three years at Penn State, you, you saw all stadiums in the Big Ten. You know yep. what it's like to play in the shoe, the yep. big house, yep. Camp Randall, and of course, obviously, Ooh, Beaver Camp Stadium Randall. as well. Right. But, you know, the Big Ten is such an incredible conference as far as fan support. Packed yep. stadiums, 100,000, whatever they can squeeze into these stadiums, they max out every single week. So, mm-hmm. no fans. I mean, we're. I mean, last night Wisconsin, Illinois kicked off the Big Ten schedule. I'm watching the game at Camp Randall. There's nothing. I mean, mm-hmm. there literally are no. There's a few cutouts in the corner. There are no people there. Let's talk about where you played Beaver Stadium. Let's talk about some of the rivalries you had at Penn State against schools like Ohio State, Michigan, Wisconsin, and what it was like to go into those stadiums and the effect the crowds had. And what effect it's going to have on the Big Ten now that these stadiums are going to be empty? It's tremendous. It's a tremendous impact that fans have on games. It it 
the noise impacts your nervous system and you have no way of blocking it out. You can go through an entire week of simulated sound and noise. And and I mean, when you go into Camp Randall, when they turn up, <laughs> it goes beyond the decibel point of, of reasoning and, and understanding. It gets to the point of where your helmet is actually vibrating on your head and you hear like this vibrating, echoing sound in your head, like your ears, and it's like, oh, my gosh, when that thing came. Let me tell you something about that guy. So when you were just trying to focus on bringing Ron Dane down. Hey, hey, Steve, we were winning a game in Camp Randall. I'll never forget this. We're, We're playing them, and the game was close. We're going back and forth, and that song came on. And the game started for Wisconsin, and the game ended for Penn State. That's the type of impact that fan participation has in games. Can you imagine walking into Beaver Stadium, your home? And no one's there. And no one's there. It, that's just like almost like an Armageddon type of feeling because from what I hear and, and what I, I, I'm, I'm gathering is that they're not allowing tailgating either. Nothing. Nothing. There I mean, no- apparently the only people that are going to be allowed at these games, any Big Ten game, and this is all 14 Big Ten schools, are friends and family. Immediate I mean, immediate family. Fr- like, That's so immediate. It. No fans, no students, none of that. Crazy, we, we did have uh, Jenny Taft, who covers, uh, yes. who's covering this game. She said there's about 2,000. It is family, and she did say friends as well. So there's 2,000 about- total, and there's usually 100,000. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I do, mean, do I mean, the deficit. Two thousand is basically do the nobody. deficit difference on that one. <laughs> I mean, let's put it this way: noise is not a factor. So you know, it's no interesting. marching bands. Yeah, it's interesting as a defensive player because everyone just assumes. Well, when it comes to noise, really, it's only the offense that's really affected by oh, that. No, Especially if you're the opposing team, yeah. they're making noise. You can't hear the signals and everything else. But you're saying no, 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 no. It affects everybody on the field. <laughs> Well, look at it from a more strategic standpoint in right. terms of when we say it impacts an offense. And an offense wants their crowd to be quiet so that they can holler out the adjustments, they can hear the snap count, all of those different things that lead to the success of operating as an offense. That's home field advantage. For the defense, when they come out onto the field and they're at home, we want you as loud as possible for those same exact reasons. Are you claiming that that gave you an adrenaline rush to have 100,000 plus? Hey, hey Steve, I know people can't see you on radio, but just envision this with me for two (laughs) seconds, people. Imagine, you you remember how how Mickey Mouse had the the magic (laughs) wand and he would throw his hands all the way up to the sky and then Mm. you see all the, the fireworks and all the stuff go off? Off behind the Magic Kingdom castle and all that stuff. Imagine, by the time I got to my junior year of college, I did this thing with my hands. And when I did certain things, I put my hands up, right? And my clamps, it was my clamps. So it's like I put my arms out to the crowd. They acknowledge. You hear it go up. Ah! And then as I went with my clamps getting closer to each hand, as the hands got closer, it got louder. Imagine over 100,000 people in unison and their voices going up and up. 
up and continuing until I got to the point of where my hands clamped and it was total hysteria within the within the stadium. And then the quarterback has to look at me, looking at him like, yes, you're the one I'm coming to kill, you son of a – you know I'm the and, – and then the ball is snapped and there's total mayhem. Oh, and we wow. don't have that now. Wow, wow. I hope you guys felt the energy of that. (laughs) Well, sitting here next to you, I definitely felt that. Uh, Wow. All right, we're just getting started, as you can see. We're excited about the kickoff of the Big Ten season. By the way, the Mountain West Conference will kick off today, giving the West Coast finally a taste of some football. The Pac-12 still has their start down the road, but we get a fuller college football schedule. We'll keep you updated from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios coming up next. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. 
Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance. <laughs> Perk up your ears for Farmers Policy Perks. From discounts to added benefits, you can get a whole lot of something. Get a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Not available in every state. Only available with select farmers branded policies underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges or Affiliate. Shotgun look, first and goal. Martinez gives it off to Mills. He gets down to the one, leans, and they go up and touchdown. One official says touchdown. Now they both do. It's a touchdown for Nebraska. Greg Sharp from Learfield IMG College. We've got a surprise going on. Nebraska hanging in. Down 17-14, Ohio State. 3-12 to go in the first half there. By the way, later on the show, we'll have my Heisman update. And Justin Fields, obviously a prime candidate, finished third a year ago. Nah. Uh, he was a co-favorite with Trevor Lawrence going into the season. Uh, here's his numbers so far in this game, LeVar. Mm-hmm. He's 11 for 11, 176 yards and a touchdown. He's also run for 43 yards. That's amazing. Yeah, Just so isn't that's, going to be enough. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Justin Fields. Well, you know. You, Imagine you, that. You could play a perfect game, yeah. do all the things you're supposed to do, yeah. and it's still not going to be enough. It's probably not going to be enough. Yeah. By the way, I'm absolutely convinced there's probably six or seven NFL teams right now doing everything they can to have the number one pick oh in the draft. Gosh. You know what's funny, though? I got to digress and say, I can recall my freshman year. I, I was in a place in Pennsylvania, just uh, north mm-hmm. of, of, uh, of Pittsburgh. I was not at school. I was at another school hanging out in a dorm and watching the Heisman Trophy presentation. And everybody in the world was like, okay, here it is. Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning, here it is. Nobody. Charles Woodson wins the Heisman Trophy. One of the craziest moments that I can recall in my sports history. And so there's a chance. (laughs) There is a chance. There is a chance. And ironically, this next year, Charles Woodson and Peyton Manning are going to go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame together as first ballot guys, which obviously they both are. So they're forever linked. I love that moment. I remember watching that moment, cheering on. Well, it was a perfect storm. Michigan was number one. They were undefeated. He had the big punt return against Ohio State. Peyton Manning never beat Florida. I mean, this is one of the things I always say when it comes down to filling out my Heisman ballot. When I look at the candidates – what did you do in the biggest game on your schedule? Did you shine in that biggest game on your schedule? Sure. And even though Peyton Manning had accumulated some amazing numbers, and to me it's a year award, not a career award, but that year he had a big year, but didn't beat Florida. That was his big game. And there was, you know, Danny Werfel had been able – he loses to T. Martin. Or was that T. Martin? Yeah, that was T. It Martin. Was T. Martin. Yeah. So, I mean, that's 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 pretty much the way I look at it when it comes to uh, the Heisman. All right, Clemson leading right now 17-7 over Syracuse. By the way, this is a Syracuse team that lost at home to Liberty last week. Hmm. Shouldn't Clemson be winning this game? I mean, Syracuse got routed they're at one, home by they're Liberty. They're 1-4. Four. Yeah, this I mean, they're not, a but, bad 1-4. But, but let's think about this, right? We're well into this game. Yeah. And they're still in it. They're I mean, in it. Relatively speaking, because let me tell you something. 
These teams have been getting throttled by Clemson. Yes. Clemson is usually up by way more than What this. was the halftime score, guys? Was 52 to 7 last week on the road against Georgia Tech? I mean, Clemson is not playing around. And of course, when we talk about that Heisman discussion, Trevor Lawrence is the one that we're speaking of. Even even using Peyton Manning as an example is great a player, and I think that Peyton Manning is arguably the greatest football quarterback ever to play the game. Well, stop right there. Hold on. A lot of okay. people are gasping when you say something okay. like that. Well, I mean, you fair. played against some of the greatest quarterbacks in the history yeah, of the game. Yeah, and, and when I say greatest, even in college, I think that, you know, yeah. he's got some signature losses. I get it. Yeah. But he was a machine. He's, the, he's probably at this point the only quarterback – Steve, that I could actually say without a doubt whether I played against him or it was a different era before me or currently, he is the only quarterback that I've ever looked at that made me feel like he was a cyborg. Like the part of him has been programmed and, and inside of him, if you remove this skin, you would see like a red eye that like there's like an artificial intelligence that's that's connected to him and they put it in him like almost like when his kids were born, Archie put these artificial intelligence <laughs> scientists. So on even his though kids. the fact that he could not throw a spiral, it didn't matter. No. Because his his football intelligence mm -hmm. was on a level that I've never seen right. in, in another player. I still haven't seen it. But Trevor Lawrence, where he's at right now, at his mm. level of accomplishment, is at a level that I've rarely ever seen. All right, so right now the Jets are, without question, the worst team in the NFL. Don't go! The Jets are a different <laughs> level of bad right now. Yes, I'm not are. sure how Gay still has a job. Remember, you remember how they used to say that Ryan Tannehill was an underachiever in Miami? Maybe yes. it was the fact that he had Gaze as his coach because since he's been a Titan, suddenly Ryan Tannehill's a Pro Bowl he's quarterback. Pretty good. Uh, they're undefeated right now. Yep. But you you drafted Sam Darnold, right? Yep. A lot of people thought the Jets got the best quarterback in that draft. That Darnold should have been the number one overall pick instead of Baker Mayfield with the Browns. Sam Darnold has had – well, let's put it this way. He hasn't been the quarterback everyone expected. So the question is, is that because Sam Darnold was an overrated talent? Is that because he has a Jets uniform on? And if you hand Trevor Lawrence a Jets uniform after all these years, is he really going to be the answer quarterback, or is that just a franchise doomed to failure? Yeah, I, I, get, I get really sensitive about – players being labeled busts that don't do well mm -hmm. at, in the in the pros that had to go to a a crappy organization mm -hmm. and and so when you think about a guy like Sam Darnold, Darnold mm -hmm. it it's not that he wasn't as good as advertised it's just that you, people have to understand football is football right you always say listen from youth to high school just keep playing football from high school to college, just keep playing football. From college to pros, just keep playing football. But the one main element that you have to have in that recipe is development. There is a level of development from the the jumping from college to pros and every other level as well. If you do not go to a place where development and culture and environment is the most positive, driven aspect of where you're going, do not expect a one singular or maybe even two players to change the trajectory of that team. Roddy White. 
the former all-pro wide receiver with the Atlanta yep. Falcons, a yep. guy you're very familiar with. Here's what he had to say, <laughs> a little advice to Trevor Lawrence if the Jets get the number one pick. If the Jets get the first pick, don't go. Just stay. <laughs> just stay one more year in college and just enjoy your time, man. Just enjoy your time in college because it would be awful for you to get drafted by the Jets because they do not know how to put anything together over there as far as quarterbacking, as far as uh, weapons around the quarterback, as far as anything that has to do with offensive thing, talent, they can draft defensively and they do a hell of a job on that side of the ball. But as far as offense, man, that team is just bad at picking players. Well, you know firsthand, LeVar, uh, as great as your NFL career was, it could have been next level if you had been really utilized in the way that would have maximized your talents. We've had this discussion many times about why New England has been so good for so long is that they recognize what it is, identify your talent, yeah. and then, get this idea, put you in a position to succeed, hmm. which seems unbelievable, right? I mean, why would you do that? Why you know? There's this weird concept, Steve. It's yeah. called success breeds success. Go imagine. I, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Go sit somewhere <laughs> in a corner and some quiet and let that one kind of simmer and sizzle in your spirit. Like, think about it. Success breeds success. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's difficult when you have to have the conversations about, like, I'll give you a great example. When I left high school and went to Penn State, I went to Penn State. I followed a guy by the name of Brandon Short, ended up being my teammate for my last season in the league at the Giants as well. Amazing, successful football career in high school. Went to college. That that whole idea of what linebacker you represented at Penn State was so attractive to me. I could not convince myself to do anything else. But as a Pittsburgh kid growing up watching the Pittsburgh linebackers for all those years, that environment bred a successful culture of defensive players. That culture led me to Penn State. That culture of success at Penn State led to a successful college career, which led to me going to a place that actually at some point <laughs> historically had that level of success, but under new regime and mm. management and leadership, yes. that culture was lost. It was fractured. It was broken. It disintegrated. And you cannot expect anyone to thrive in a state of confusion, a state of chaos. Chaos, it doesn't say chaos equals more success chaos doesn't breed success chaos breeds confusion dysfunction and discord you know it does not allow for you to have uh the development that is necessary and needed so when you listen to somebody like roddy white saying don't go and this and that everybody will have their different reasons as to why you can justify not going to a dysfunctional organization but one thing you must know and anyone out here that's ever ventured into being a person that works if you're in the workforce and you get your ass up and you go to work every day, you have most likely had multiple jobs. There are moments in time where you'll say, I really love working here. And imagine that feeling in the in the stark contrast between I really like this boss. I really like this place too. That one place you went, I have got to get the F up out of here today. No delay. Y'all are going to kill me. I'm going to kill over with a, a conniption and, and cardiac arrest <laughs> or an aneurysm of some sort because you guys are driving me crazy. 
We oh. all have experienced it, right? <laughs> we do. We're we, laughing because this always, is the truth. And I always think about the idea that these athletes are drafted. The draft is so illegal. You don't get to choose. I mean, if, it, what, imagine if I got out of college and they said, you've been drafted hole. by the, you know, uh, well, wherever. It's and I'm like, well, gra- I don't want to work there. Hole. I don't want to work. What are you talking about yes, drafted? Steve, I want to go... But not uh, not when it comes to these athletes. So, well, they could made a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's the trap, though. That's the trick of it. It's right. like, oh, I go to this this crappy organization. I go to this crappy right. team. But you know, the the payoff is right. I may not have a, a Hall of Fame career. I may not be respected as a football player. I have to live with being called a bust the rest of my life. But you know what? They took me and they paid me a lot. They of money. They paid you a lot of money, and it could have been worse. Though you could have been the number one pick by the Browns, like your teammate Eesh. Courtney Brown. All right, um, we're watching Ohio State right now. They uh, they just uh, scored right before they're the half. War- they're warming up. So uh, 24-14 now, Buckeyes leading Nebraska right before halftime. We're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. All right, let's find out what's trending yeah. right now as we bring on Mr. David Gascon, who uh, what up, Dave? was what excited up? to hear that uh, LeVar – now. See, LeVar, you haven't been privy to this, but okay. we've been uh, bringing a lot of food in oh, all right. the weekends okay. here right. between Denise – you know, my ex, she's uh, she's yeah. always baking well, everything. Well, those cookies, yes. Yes, yes those cookies, uh, boy. And even Gascon. I still have not had them, though. He last week on, on Sunday brought a breakfast burritos. Oh, wow. Oh, man, that is that awesome. Nice. Yeah. They're pretty damn good. But nice. you're uh, bringing in some wings. Well, I mean, it's it's a big, like, let's be clear. I love you guys and all, but if it wasn't, like, the opener of Big Ten <laughs> football. Yes. You know, I got all, like, pumped up. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, so if you were just up. sitting yes. at home watching right now. You would have exactly what that. You'd have the wings uh, in. Absolutely. Oh, no. Adult beverages, maybe. Uh, possibly. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, you know uh, this is what I'll say. Is it too early for that? You guys Never. truly are benefiting from Penn State playing some football. <laughs> That's good. Just, let's just keep it there. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to mess up and infringe on our, our relationship. <laughs> I love it. Okay. When they play in the morning time, do you have a usual morning time routine? Then is there like steak and eggs yeah. and. And a Bloody Mary or what? I do have a, a ritual that I go through, and, and I am very guilty of that. I will not share it in, <laughs> in the, at the risk of some people may think lesser of me now. No one can possibly do that. I have some weird, <laughs> I have some weird little quirky things that take place in my routines. And, oh, my. Um, some involve my, my wife. Yeah, and, those uh, uh, no, 9 a.m. No, kickoffs, West Coast time. Yes, <laughs> early start. Rise and shine, that's right. <laughs> I remember when they played Notre Dame over, like, wherever in Scotland or something like yeah. that and and we had to watch the game at this weird time and I did exactly Dublin. the same preparation <laughs> yeah. that I and it did not matter the time just like so it. we're clear on that guys uh, speaking of the Big Ten you got Ohio State and Nebraska going at it second and four for Ohio State Fields is going to hoist it in the air again he looks and cranks sends it deep down the field for Wilson got it touchdown Wilson 42 yards from Justin Fields is Ohio State Gets their second score of the day through the air, 13-7 Buckeyes. Buckeyes lead right now, 24-14. There's under a minute to play in the first half, and this thing, Nebraska's just going to run out the clock right now as they're down by 10 points, the fifth-ranked team in the nation. It is on Fox and the Fox Sports Go app. Guys are getting close to the break. Clemson leading Syracuse 24 to 7. Trevor Lawrence 13 to 24 for 166 and two scores of his own. North Carolina trying to rebound. They lead NC State 14 7. There's under 30 seconds to play in the first half in that one. Kansas State had a punt return for a touchdown against Kansas. Here's Gagan's kick, spinning kick, driving him back to about the 45, and Phillip has it there. Got a good block. He's at midfield. He's at the 40 near side to the 30, to the 25, to the 20. He may go 10 5. Wildcat touchdown, Phillip Brooks with.
with a punt return score, and the Wildcats with a 6-0 lead to start this football game. And they lead 20-7. This ball game is on FS1. Auburn, Ole Miss, 14 up. Oklahoma and TCU. Boomer Sooner leads right now by 10, 17-7. Guys, uh, Kansas, 0-4, about to go 0-5. That's a basketball school. That I is, mean, that's what happens. Up to less miles, though. Yeah, mm. very, very good. All right, uh, David, then we'll check in with you a little bit later on. Once again, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to say, 15% or more in car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Oklahoma leading TCU, as you heard, 17-7. Sooners not even ranking in the top 25 thanks to those two early season losses. Uh, there's been a lot of chat about Lincoln Riley, who obviously three consecutive years, Heisman winner, Heisman winner, Heisman mm-hmm. runner-up at quarterback with the transfers. He's got this Rattler kid who's uh, obviously not at the same level that we see from Mayfield, Murray, and uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, we'll see. But uh, do, do you look at a guy like Lincoln Riley, who is a future NFL coach, or does his style fit really the college game? You know, I really believe that the evolution of the National Football League, you know, you're seeing it in Arizona with, with mm-hmm. Kingsbury. Um, you see it with a couple other a uh, couple other teams. This RPO offense, see, a lot of people thought that the they thought that the Wildcat offense would be this phenomenon that would never be defensible and would last forever. And and I think a lot of the, the intense debates surrounding that have been put to bed, put to rest. Wildcat soon died out, but it did morph and evolve into a much more lethal type of style of offensive approach in that RPO style offense. I have seen more success at being able to execute, get guys in the right places and get them in the right mindset from those type of co- uh, coaches in the college level. So it depends. It's just like the player, right, Steve? If you bring a coach to a organization within the National Football League and that that organization gives him the resources that he needs to be able to implement and execute what it is that he's having that type of success where he came from, those coaches – generally are able to start having a great deal of success at the NFL level. See, football is like a chess game, right? So you you got to adapt to the moves that are being made. Um, you know, in the NFL this season, the collective passer rating is the highest it's ever been. And I, I have to ask this, and I'm of course I'm asking a defensive guy, but I mean have they have they gone too far in the NFL to allow the offenses to operate at such a high efficiency that it's actually detracting from the overall game. Ooh. I, I will say this. Is it too easy now? The level it, – it's like when you watch the NBA, and you do the show with Catino, mm. right? When you watch the NBA, the one thing that always sticks out to me that I, I it kind of like turns me off to watching regular season is how easy they make it look. Right. Like, uh, you go grab a basketball and try to shoot it from the places that mm-hmm. Steph Curry and some of these guys are shooting the ball from. They make it look so easy, but you go try and do it, it's like, whoa. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's impossible to try to do that. But they do it routinely. 
I think the level of execution, and I think it goes to the whole entirety of what latest culture is in our our country, is everything is so specialized. So you're teaching kids at like five, six years old. They have been chosen. You have been anointed to be the next Trevor Lawrence. Have you seen little Archie Manning playing? (laughs) He's a little cyborg. He's got got like the little artificial intelligence (laughs) inside of him, right? These young people are being trained, taught, groomed, and handled in a way where by the time they hit high school, they could run, tell you, understand, dissect an NFL playbook. That's not how it used to be. You just played. If you took our error and you put it with today's type of kids, it's it's funny because you have less kids that are that dedicated to the sport and to athletics because they're dedicated to other things, social media, video games, different things like that. So there were way more of us that were playing and and participating and competing. But the ones that you take from now, and if you were to compare them to the best of those back in the day, you would be blown away. Like, this kid over here is playing youth football and can tell you the the personnel setting he's going to use. I'm I'm using 21 personnel. We are going to run an RPO slash, you know, a slice route, a sluggo route. We're going to do this. They're going to explain to you a pass concept as a youth football player. You ask my error that, we'd be like, slug, what? <laughs> I, I, I was picking slugs up off of the ground like yesterday, and they were pretty nasty, but it was kind of cool putting them in the jar, putting holes in the top, like, see what happens. Oh, it climbs up the jar. Like, we are so – we were so much more about just playing. You play 10 positions when you were growing up, right? Now – you are a quarterback. Yes. You are a running back. You are a defensive end. You are a cornerback. It, it's like so specific and so specialized. So the point of what I'm making is by the time you get to college or to the pros, these guys are so conditioned and so well prepared that it's going to look different it doesn't look – it's not as gritty. It's not as raw. It's not as – like it is way more sophisticated now in today's football than it ever has been. Yeah, and I, I get frustrated as a historian of sports when people try to compare numbers of today, especially these quarterback numbers, the completion percentage, the touchdown interception rate. Well, Joe, Joe Namath threw 50 more interceptions than he had touchdowns. Mm-hmm. We're not even talking the same game, okay? In those days, if you want to go all the way back, defensive backs could literally hit receivers over the entire field until the ball was in the air. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Yeah, and in those days, receivers were big, defensive backs were big. It was a physical thing. Mel Blunt was finally the guy oh, where they had to blow the whistle the on Mel Blunt because he was so physical. He's just knocking receivers down all over the field there was nobody on even upright to catch passes mm-hmm. that's when they changed the rules in the late 70s and said all right we got to we got to give them some space and from that it's just evolved to the point where i i just don't know i getting back to this whole idea of the spread offenses and everything else is there under the current rules a defensive solution that yeah. you're even capable of employing to slow this down. We always talk about getting to the quarterback, but I mean a lot of these guys are so 
quick in getting rid of the ball, yes. how do you get there? It's so interesting that that you would say that because the seven on seven culture has truly, uh, really evolved the way we we view football and the way we we approach football. So so now. To answer your question, yes, it is a possibility to be able to slow these offenses down. But as errors are, are, as we mentioned, back in the days we were talking about Jim Brown earlier, those days, those errors was more about thumping. Like yeah. You need to have somebody. Sammy Huff has to be able to uh, to offset a Jim Brown. Right. right. You know, you get into the Christian Okoye's, you got to have a Steve Atwater to be able to throw that. You got to have a Bill Romanowski. You know, <laughs> these big, strong, lumbering, like the Lau Alzados mm. and the, 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 you know, those type of guys. It's going to turn into a cornerback secondary drill you're going to see linebackers get smaller you're going to see defensive ends get smaller why because they have to be faster so when you see the evolution of where we are right now you will start to see guys get smaller or faster or you'll start to see them get bigger and faster like you look at Derrick Henry right now and it's like oh Jim Brown Mm. Derrick Henry well let me tell you something about Derrick Henry that is a new age Jim Brown so what makes it interesting is is that as both sides continue to try to figure out how to dominate one another there will be a constant evolution you'll start to see more guys looking like Derrick Henry coming into the National Football League because they're going to put the best athletes in those types of positions and because Derrick Henry is such a unique athlete at that running back position. They didn't know what to do with him for two years. Mm-hmm. He was a platoon guy. You're mm-hmm. like, what were you thinking? Hand him the ball, and he gets stronger as the games go on. Titans undefeated. Steelers undefeated. They're going to face off this week. All right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right, so Big Ten opens up their season today, and they have a set of rules on how they're going to navigate this season. We're going to get to that, but first – A word from Farmers. You get a whole lot of something with Farmers Policy Perks. So much, I'm going to have to speed things up. You can get the Farmers Signal app, and that could get you up to 15% off your auto policy. That's just for using the app and driving like the normal speed-limited hearing, full-stop making lane-change signaling human being you are. Get a whole lot of something with Farmers Policy Perks. Start with a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Now for the legal something. Not available in every state and discount varies. Only available with select farmers branded policies. Subject to terms and conditions underwritten by Farmers Drug and Fire Insurance Exchanges or Affiliate. Perk up your ears for Farmers Policy Perks. From discounts to added benefits, you can get a whole lot of something. Get a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Not available in every state. Only available with select farmers branded policies. Underwritten by Farmers Truck or Fire Insurance Exchanges or Affiliate. Fields in the gun. Teague to his left. Snap to Fields. Fields to Teague. Straight ahead into the end zone. He skates Master Teague for the Ohio State touchdown. And the Buckeyes add to their lead. It's 23-14 over Nebraska. Paul Keels from Millerfield IMG College, Ohio State leading at halftime 24-14 over Nebraska. The other Big Ten game that's going on right now, boy, things have changed. Rutgers on the road against Michigan State. It is 28-13 Rutgers at halftime. By the way, Mark D'Antoni, as you remember, LeVar, he resigned in the midst of some allegations in the program, he got a nice uh, send-off, $4.3 million send-off by Michigan State. Well, guess what? He announced that he was going to be attending today's game, Michigan State hosting Rutgers. Mel Tucker's now the coach at Michigan State. 
um, to sort of just check out how things are now that he's gone, and at least for a half, the answer is not well. Uh, Michigan State football, which was really on par for a while there mm-hmm. with Michigan, Ohio mm-hmm. State, Penn mm-hmm. State, some of the other powers. Mm-hmm. Last couple of years under D'Antonio, seven to six seasons, and now getting routed. Yes, what is that? Uh, Iowa, oh, Sam. Well, I was just going to say they, they've been a better program than Michigan. I mean, they won a Rose Bowl back in, I think, 20, 2014. For the last two years, mm-hmm. seven and six. Right, right. But, I mean, they had, Michigan State had consistently beaten Michigan under, yeah. uh, under D'Antonio. Yep. Yeah, but yep. uh, they are hurting right now. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> you know, politics can f up everything, Steve. Mm-hmm. I think we all, <laughs> yes. I think we're all aware of that. Yeah. So, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, you you have to admit that's you the admit, problem, right? And then you get into the idea of how sensitive mm-hmm. our country has become to every single thing that may take place. Yes, and so now you see more and more decisions and, and actions and things take place. Well, you can't offend anybody. You understand uh, that, LeVar. Uh, One uh, person's offended. Stop it. And and those offenses, and I'm not saying that it totally applies to this. I'm just saying in general, we're right. finding ourselves seeing these type of situations mm-hmm. where there is proactive movements that take place in order to, the you know, divert the attention away or avert you know, you know, move, move and adjust to not having a total breakdown of, of things taking place. And that was very cryptic, people. But all I'm really saying is <laughs> in a very real way, yeah. like there's some effed up stuff that it takes place behind the scenes and, and people try to clean it up so you don't know how messed up it was. All right. So this is how the Big Ten's working this year. So it's an eight game schedule and then you get a ninth game, you mm-hmm. know, based on uh uh, you know, the Big Ten championship game, but it's going to be more than just the Big Ten champions. It'll be like two versus two that, you know, between the two divisions. Mm-hmm. However, they are making it clear there's no makeup games. So what they're terming, if a game is going to have to be canceled because of an outbreak of COVID, it'll be considered a no contest. Okay. Now, the deal is if you have more than two no contests, in other words, if you only play six games and other teams are playing eight, you're not eligible to play in the Big Ten Championship. Oh, wow. I mean, they're moving pieces so, around. You know what that is, right? That's that's a way to to punish and fine when you can't punish and fine. It's not professional. It's amateurism. So you can't you can't put the rules in place <laughs> where I'm, we're going to fine you, right? All right. Again, you don't want to offend anyone. We don't want to offend anyone. Yes, right. But to say somebody got sick, so now because y'all disqualifying games, mm-hmm. you can't participate or – Whatever that's that's us saying to you. That's your fine. Schedule. Is there a big uh, crowd for your uh, Penn State uh, Indiana game there? Look at us. Uh, well, we're in Indiana. <laughs> we'll, we'll have a whole bunch of support, actually Indiana. That's a normal crowd, right? Cutouts. <laughs> Watch how many cutouts we have. All right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. We have much more on a very very busy college football Saturday here on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's plenty to celebrate in March and craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free what up everyone it's lunchbox from the bobby bone show and i'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your toyota dealer making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, rolling along on this college football Saturday. We are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. We are enjoying Big Ten football for the first time. This season. Love it. By the way, last night, Wisconsin blew out Illinois in the Big Ten opener, 45-7. to uh, A redshirt freshman quarterback, Graham Mertz, uh, was 20 of 21, 248, five touchdowns. Not the kind of Wisconsin team you remember back in the day when they kept handing the ball to a guy named Ron, Ron Dane. Dane. Yeah. He, the great Dane. Great Dane. Yeah, you know. We'll see how they they turn out again. I thought that the power of Wisconsin was in their their uh, their crowd, but well, you know that <laughs> now nah, their their offensive line is their power, mm. and we'll we'll see if they're able to assert themselves. I don't look 
so much right now at condemning or anointing any teams in the Big Ten just yet because mm-hmm. because of what they've had to overcome just to be able to play. Um, obviously, we're seeing teams like Ohio State right now start to to settle in and and uh, kind of assert themselves, and and the dominance is starting to show up. Uh, I do expect the teams that have the more dominant gap um, in terms of talent per team to show that, but I think that that will be the difference. Um, outside of that, if we see some close games, if we see some teams not looking as, as dominant as we would like for them to look, I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to make any strong judgments just yet because these these teams and programs have had to overcome quite a bit to be out there today. Well, you mentioned uh, Ohio State now 31-14 over Nebraska. Justin Fields' debut is going pretty well. How about these numbers? 16 of 17, mm. 228 yards a touchdown. He's also carried the ball 11 times for 63 yards and a touchdown. Mm. So, don't, I mean, as a Heisman voter, I didn't know if you know this. I have a Heisman vote. I, I think I did know that, actually. <laughs> I did know that. Um, I'm not counting him out. I mean, I, I the, the Heisman Trust has yet to announce that they're going to move back when the votes are due. Right now, they're still sitting on December 7th, which means there still would be Big Ten and Pac-12 games to be played. Mm-hmm. My guess is they will move it back until all the games are actually played, at least through the conference championship games. Um, but no, no, no. Justin Fields is not, not out of the Heisman race. We'll keep our eye on that. Uh, my update will come later in this hour based on the games last week. I want to ask you about Big Ten football, though. It's really evolved over the years. You've got 14 schools. It all started when Penn Penn State joined the Big Ten, Mm -hmm. and then Nebraska joined the Big Ten. Which was interesting. And Maryland and Rutgers. And Maryland and Rutgers. I mean, it was – but, you know, getting back to the difference when Penn State joined the Big Ten in the mid-'90s and had an immediate impact. You know, the Mm -hmm. 94 team, obviously, undefeated team. Should have won it. uh, With uh, Kerry Collins, Kajana Carter. Kajana should have had the highest. Kyle Brady. uh, You know, that was was a great, great team. That was. Um, And then, so what was interesting, though, is Penn State had immediate success in the Big Ten. And let's face it, Nebraska's had no success. Certainly well, in, in 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 comparison to their dominance of the old Big Eight, yeah. where Nebraska was always uh, all the way through 2001, one of the absolute superpowers of college football. They went for the money, understandably so. They got in the Big Ten, and let's face it, they're just another school. They weren't dominant at the point in time that they went to the Big Ten, and I think that that was maybe – Something that they felt could, like you said, bring in more dollars. More dollars could lead to. How about recruits? As well, that's what I was going to say. Are they founding that the recruiting in the Big Ten's a little uh, challenging? Well, again, I think if you're going to be competitive at the level that maybe Nebraska has grown used to being at, you know, level wise, they needed to do something that could possibly shake up and possibly improve their their fortunes in terms of landing those those type of players to come into Lincoln. So I you know I think the biggest fundamental, you know, loss that that dictated where Nebraska ended up and is currently at is the loss of Tommy Osborne as the coach. Now he's still involved from what I, I think I, I believe, but uh, you know at this well, Frank point, Frank Solich he, came in right. and they had 
you know to, the Tommy Osborne effect, the Eric has, Crouch years. It has not been. It no. has not. It just hasn't been the same program, and so that that kind of slide from grace. It has been it's been for quite some time. It didn't just start when they went to the Big Ten. Right. I just think the Big Ten truly exposed the fact that Nebraska isn't quite what they once were back in the nineties and, and late eighties, mid eighties. Well, and it's also style of play. I mean, watching Adrian Martinez, it seems like he's been there forever, right? Martinez a quarterback <laughs> yeah, in Nebraska. Third year I mean, it really was yeah. his tenth year starting there. Yeah. Um right. they just don't throw the ball efficiently. Certainly not like these. I mean, they're still running quarterback options. They're running a veer almost. Almost, oh, he and they just the cobbed off, oh, and he just fumbled goodness. the ball right into the hands of the Ohio State oh, defender who runs in for a touchdown. Wow, look at that. Ohio State has just increased their lead on a fumble that landed in the defender's hands. It looked like he wanted to give him the ball. Now, Scott Frost was brought in at Nebraska after his tremendous success at Central Florida, That's and everyone correct. thought, all right, we got our guy. This is the guy. Scott Frost is the guy that's going to return the glory to Nebraska football. Mm-hmm. Hasn't happened, man. No, it hasn't. And that's an entirely different set of animals and circumstances he's dealing with in the Big Ten. And I think people find out. Like That's why when, you know, when James James Franklin took over for, for Penn State mm-hmm. and had the success that he did and then started recruit like let me tell you something. He's a masterful recruiter. But when you look at the ability to recruit to central Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. whew, then you gotta give him a whole another level of of props in terms of his ability to get the top guys to want to come to Central PA. And it's a great place to go if, if you understand how to sell what it is that you're selling to the players that are looking because, let's face it, if, if I'm trying to choose between, even if you're just talking Big Ten, if if I have the opportunity to go to Columbus, which is a city, it's like a real – city yes it's big like there's there's big buildings there and stuff you don't have that in state college so when you're trying to to compete against uh, no, uh even a northwestern which i mean it's academically it's going to be difficult for northwestern to be able to compete because a lot of those guys you want you ain't going to get because they're not good enough academically but it's in chicago like it's right there like i can go to chicago there are attractive things that you can use to to attract good players, but if you aren't able to do it and then now able to win on the field, in the Big Ten, you don't get all that time to, to be average, Steve, because it's there's too much money involved. You can't be messing up. So it's interesting when you see places like like I'm I'm interested to see how Maryland plays this year. Mike Loxley is a masterful recruiter. How is that going to look? College Park is an amazing place to be able to recruit to. It's right next to D.C. It's next to Baltimore. You know, you got a whole lot that you can draw from and leverage to be able to recruit guys, and a lot of those guys live there. So it is a competitive industry. It is a super competitive deal in the Big Ten, and when you lose – it shows when you win in the in the uh, in the recruiting wars. It shows there too. Thirty eight fourteen Ohio State now leading Nebraska. Remember Scott Frost after that perfect season in twenty seventeen at Central Florida, got to Nebraska. His record in two years there four and eight, five and seven, 
no bowl games, 6-12 and 12 in P- Big Ten play. Yeah. The promise yeah. that Scott Frost was going to turn around this Nebraska program, it's at least what we're watching. It's turned out to be a lie. That is not going to happen. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. I'm going to take advantage with LeVar here because uh, okay. we haven't been on the air together in a while. Yep. I want to get to an NFL story that's brewing this year to get your thoughts. I mean, okay. I, you know me. I like to surprise you. Okay. I like to keep it fresh because I know you fresh. always have an answer to everything I throw at okay. you. Okay, I try. But it's a, a changing of the guard in the NFL, and we get into coaches and coaches' hirings. One specific team has got a huge question mark over their coaching hiring practices. Oh. We'll find out who that is coming up next. What a tease. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating up to eight passengers. Yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> 
Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> Perk up your ears for Farmer's Policy Perks. From discounts to added benefits, you can get a whole lot of something. Get a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Not available in every state. Only available with select farmers branded policies underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges or Affiliate. Steve Harbin, LeVar Arrington with you here on this big college football Saturday. By the way, it's October. What does that mean? Well, it's Geico Ween, of course. Don't be spooked by high rates on car insurance. Geico's brewing up spellbinding savings that they're crafting just for you. See how much you could save. Get a quote today at geico.com. By the way, our hunger level is uh, amping up seriously here. (laughs) I'm burning calories just off of the thought of eating. (laughs) All right. Um, By the way, uh, this year, there is one division in the NFL that is beyond belief bad. And that is the NFC East, a division you know very, very well. To put things in perspective. (laughs) Two wins? Outside of their own division. Mm Mm-hmm. Collectively, mm-hmm. the NFC has two wins. The Eagles beat the 49ers when they were without their starting quarterback or anybody else. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the inexplicable Cowboy win over the Falcons when all the Falcons had to do was fall Just on the fall ball on, a, uh, on an onside, onside kick. kick, but let it go 10 yards. Dallas fell on it and got the win. Those are the only <sighs> two wins that that whole division has outside, outside of, of the, the division. NFC's, right. Okay. Right. Oh, I'm with so you. So we are looking at your former team, now known as the Washington football team. By the way, they announced they will be known as the Washington football team next year as well. Okay. Frankly, I wouldn't want to pin any name on this team as bad as they are. <laughs> so get this. The Washington football team has lost five straight games. Mm-hmm. They have the third worst point differential in the entire NFL. And they're a pick 'em this week against the Dallas Cowboys mm. at home. Now, this isn't so much about the Washington football team because their record speaks for itself. But when I look at the Dallas Cowboys right now, even with the loss of Dak Prescott, and must I remind you, they weren't winning with Dak Prescott, they even though he's putting up some. Uh, I get back to the coach's hiring, Mike McCarthy. Here were the two factors that led to Mike McCarthy becoming the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. A, he had won a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and B, he was white. Oh, wow. I would have been. I would have added a C then. He was considered a quarterback whisperer. Okay, well, we know, we know now a couple of things. When I bring up the color of his skin there's a pattern in dallas okay jerry jones has hired eight coaches starting with jimmy johnson and they're all of the same color Mm. so as there have been a lot of minority coaching hirings around the national football league many of which have had great success jerry jones has a certain type that he feels comfortable with um 
As we have found out about Mike McCarthy, and by the way, there's already rumors he's lost that locker room. There's already grumblings about Mike McCarthy. Have you? I, I'm sure you've been in locker rooms where suddenly players in a locker room start looking at each other like, we're not buying what this coach is selling us. Hmm. Have you ever really faced something like that? Of course. And how does that work for that coach? I mean, once you've lost that locker room. You've lost. You're done. Correct. You got it. And Mike McCarthy, the quarterback whisperer, who made who? Let's go back to his days at Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers, all right? Mm -hmm. So how is it that with Aaron Rodgers, who is arguably the most overall talented quarterbacks, went to one Super Bowl, one. And you remember when he got hurt and Brett Hundley took over a quarterback, a guy with a completely different skill set? We talked earlier about the idea of coaching is to identify the skill set of players and then putting him in a position to succeed. He had no answer. He took Brett Hundley and said, run the Aaron Rodgers offense. <laughs> so they have a losing record right. when he left. They bring in some, you know, LaFleur guy. They go 13-3 and last year, get to the NFC Championship game. With and I know they looked on the same page. And I know they had the an way. ugly loss to Tampa, but they've only got the one loss this year. So the Mike McCarthy hiring, I think, goes down as one of the catastrophes in the NFL, and it sits – squarely on the shoulders of Cowboys coach, uh, owner, Jerry Jones. Well, I'll say this, and I, I honestly believe horrible is horrible. And one of the things that you you start to try to understand and, and realize is that there's no color or race associated with dysfunction and underachievement. Correct. So for me – the the underachievement the the incorrectness of approach is in the front office so it doesn't matter what color the quarterback uh the coach would or quarterback uh, it wouldn't matter what color the coach is what race they are because that dysfunction doesn't own a a racial bias it's it's a organizational bias so i mean for me i i i really tremendously was going at Jason Garrett's neck last year. There's yeah. a lack of leadership. There's too much talent. You know, how could you come up so short with a team like this? They need more leadership. When they hired Mike McCarthy, I was kind of like, uh-oh, it's going to be dangerous. You take that that type of offensive line they have. You got Zeke in the backfield. Uh, we'll figure out what they do with Dak, but you got Dak. You got got some receivers. Defense, mm, you know, they needed some addressing, but maybe they could be good enough where uh, you see some talent at the linebacker position. Yeah, anyway. The bottom line is now you get into the season, and it's a very different team. Like, this offensive line is not an offensive line at this point. Right. Zeke Elliott's did, did, fumbling did, all over did the place, Ezekiel by Did Ezekiel Elliott play well enough to get to the point of where it's, it's actually okay to pay him, but beyond that, you're not carrying this team anymore? And, and now the question becomes – 
is Ezekiel Elliott the answer to carry this team? Do you base that upon the offensive line? They've thrown for a lot of yards, so do you say, okay, they're able to throw for the yards, so Ezekiel Elliott has to be the bell cow because he's been paid the bell cow contract. But that's not what we've seen. We have not seen that from him since he's gotten that contract. So I don't know what we base that off of. That's your call to make. But now I'm starting to say, again, when I was in D.C. media and I used to always say, okay, all of the coaching carousels that took place, I was much maligned by the the fan base there as a disgruntled, uh, upset former player that didn't have the type of career that he wanted to have and is blaming everything on everything and everybody else instead of himself. But what is the excuse now? You know, when you look at when you look at this this Dallas team, and we can use this same uh, thought process with the Washington football team. What is your excuse now? Because you have tried to do every single thing. You have tried everything as it applies to high draft picks, the players that you you believe can make this team a better team. You've built bigger stadiums. What what is the excuse now when you see a Mike McCarthy failing? at the level that he's failing at. You can't look at Jason Garrett and be like, oh, Jason Garrett. Or you can't look at, for me, I can't look at it and be like, all right, you bring in a, a minority coach, you know, that's going to make the difference. I just don't see that. So for me, I am tremendously, I am tremendously interested to see how how these these organizations navigate being so poor, Steve. How do you justify it? Like, okay, in Washington, you benched the starting quarterback, but the starting quarterback there has better stat, had a better stat line than the starter in New York. New York probably is the stinkiest stink in the NFC East right now. You look in Philadelphia, they've not, they're not too far removed from a Super Bowl, and they stink. It's a it's a pile, a heap of whatever you want to call it, but flies fly around all of it nonetheless. They all stink. What are you attributing it to? Well, it's it's one thing, though, to talk about the Eagles, who, yes, they did win the Super Bowl a couple years ago, but it's obvious even after his come-from-behind win against the lowly Giants that Carson Wentz is not exactly what they thought he was going to be when they gave him that huge Sheesh. contract. The Giants, the Washington football team are messes, but it's the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys, by the way, won a total of three playoff games in the last 23 years. Sheesh. Three. It's not very many. Three. It's in a lot 23 of years. 23 years, they've won three playoff games? The only many in that sentence was the amount of time. <laughs> that is unbelievable when you think of, you know, the most valued franchise, the most publicized franchise. So, again, whatever they're doing is not working, and now they got a big problem because the rumblings are is that Mike McCarthy and this locker room are not seeing eye to eye. Well, and if, it's it, if they're to off out. to that, yeah. I mean, should they have hired Kellen Moore? I don't know. As don't, a head I coach? Was he ready you, to be a kept, head coach? You kept most, most of the coaching staff that was there offensively uh, right. when Garrett left. Yeah. You so, also brought in Mike Nolan to run your defense. Yeah, How's that looking? I'm not a Nolan fan. I mean, I, some yeah. people are Nolan fans. I think he's Jerry a Jerry Jones of says he's a big fan. I, yeah, how could he be after watching this season? Well, 
I, I don't know. I, I I don't, and I, you know, I'm not even really in a place where I even care to take a, a personal shot at different people. Um, but I'm just, I'll just say I'm not a Nolan fan. Um, interestingly enough, when, when you look at the makeup of this team, it is more flash than it is anything else. It's more, it's more smoke and mirror than it is real results. And it's just, it's, it's for me, I feel like, looking at it from how the fans are feeling from that perspective, I've always tried to get that across when, again, when I spoke directly local market on the, the Washington team is that the people that are suffering the most are the people that, that depend on putting uh, the rigors and, and the pressures of life on hold to enjoy uh, a afternoon of football and, in, and entertainment from their favorite players and their favorite team. And they're not able to have that. They're probably more stressed out by their teams in the NFC East than they are their, their jobs. So, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what the, the answer is. I don't know what the solution is other than to say that the discord, the dysfunction that you're seeing take place and, and grow in Dallas is something that I've watched my entire time and, and lived through when I was a player in Washington. And you're just not, as I mentioned earlier, you're not going to get success being breeded from chaos, chaotic environments and feelings are not going to lead to magically being successful. You're not going to see some magical turnaround take place. By the way, no matter who wins the NFC East this year, will host a playoff game. <laughs> Which okay. is amazing. Which they, they is, might be they might be well below. 500. I mean, six nine and one, maybe Philadelphia six nine and one, maybe. Of course, we are assuming they get through 16 games. All right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports <laughs> Radio studios. Let me then, just then cancel the NFC East oh, uh, Let's find out what's trending right now. We bring Gascon back, David. Yes. But well, we got some interesting games going on right now. We do. I mean, what is Clemson? What, what's going on in this game here? Are you watching this game? I am. And they're just allowing Syracuse to come back in it. Right now, Clemson leads, but it's 27 to 21. Trevor Lawrence okay day at the office he's 21 to 36 for 215 and also two touchdowns Syracuse has the football but at their 41 yard line it's fourth down and short to go it looks like they will punt we'll find out speaking of top ranked teams in the nation Ohio State they're pulling away from Nebraska Martinez takes the handoff runs to the right now steps up to the middle eludes Jonathan Cooper and then fumbles the ball away as Pete Werner hit him in the Buckeyes have it picked up and running it is seven banks He'll stumble his way to the 20, to the 10 of Nebraska. Mm. Banks will weave his way into the end zone for an offensive touchdown for Ohio State. Buckeyes getting it done right now. 38-17 to 17 is the score. Justin Fields. Oof. Chris Olave took a headshot. Yes, he did. Oof. That boy got put to sleep. Yeah, oh, he went to sleep. Oh, man. He went to sleep. Nebraska, night, night. Yeah, Nebraska just had a player ejected for targeting yeah, as well. Yeah, target. Uh, so Ohio State 38-17, Justin Fields 16-17 for 228 and also one score. NC State and North Carolina, Tar Heels by 17 points, 24-7 is the score. Javante Williams 16 carries for 127 in that ballgame. Kansas State's defense, guys, two punt returns for touchdowns oh, wow. and also a pick six. Number 20, Kansas State blowing out Kansas, who's about to go to 0-5, 48-7. There's a score in that one. In the SCC, Auburn just scored. They lead Ole Miss 27-21. Oklahoma by 13. Steve, did you pick this game? 
I picked Oklahoma to cover six and a half point spread at TCU, and they're covering right now. Right now. Good, right, now. Right, right now. Right now. You, you, it took you seven weeks to give Gavin a winner. He's got a winner. It took you about, seven weeks. This game weeks. is far we're from not, over. Well, say, we're not sure on not that Not even yet, close. So. I mean, I mean over. LeVar, last season, Steve One was, touchdown was, by TCU, and they're not covering, yeah. so there you go. LeVar, last season, Steve was lights out for the 11 first. 11-0. Oh, yeah. I, I started the year 11-0 and nice. with and my pick of the week. I wouldn't be Against surprised by that. Yeah, but then this year, it's just been the exact opposite. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm one in five. One yeah. in five. Well, his organization is poor. <laughs> I'm, using, <laughs> I'm using the same sources, but they're not delivering this year. It's obvious. Uh, Michigan State trying to crawl back in this thing. They trail Rutgers 28-20 as a score in that one, and then Central Florida just took the lead over Tulane. 10-7, Dylan Gabriel, 4-5, 73 yards, and one score of his own. Guys, uh, back to you. All right. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Gascon. This is a Clemson-Syracuse game. Clemson was a 47-and-a-half-point favorite. I against Syracuse, got blown out by 17 at home against Liberty last week. Clemson's up by six. I absolutely love college football. As I do as well. Yeah. All right, we're coming live it. from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to Geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Oh, by the way, it's that time. All right, I don't like to publicize it a lot, but I do have a Heisman vote. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love that. I know you. Can do. you help me? Yes, I'm. <laughs> Can we go back to '99? Yes, I know. Well, you were ninth in the voting that year. Yeah, Should have yes. been much higher. Had you come back your senior year, nah. had you come back your senior year and swept every it. award, he would have never allowed it. Yes, you would have beaten out Chris Winky no, for the that, Heisman that Trophy that year. Vic, wasn't it? No, Winky won. Winky won it. Winky won it. Vic was hurt. Remember oh, okay. his? You remember? Uh, yeah, he, he was his third ankle. as a freshman. That's hurt right. his ankle. Yeah. yeah. So Vic never won the high school. Oh, I definitely would have got the high school. Yeah, over Chris Winky, who yeah, was like forty-five nah, years old at the no time. Way. All right, so each week I like to update you where I stand. Uh, top three in the Heisman, and that's because that's what the ballot has, top three. We're looking for a writing utensil right now, guys, <laughs> if you can bring it in for LeVar because he's trying to order something. Yeah. All right, so, uh, and that's what you got on your Heisman ballot. You got three slots. So here is my current number three. Zach Wilson play fake and a pump and a fire to the far side. Man open makes the catch. 40 and 35. Dax Milne 25 and 20. He's going to go into the end zone. Dax Milne touchdown. The Cougars 30 to 7 with a PAT pending. All right, BYU Sports Radio Network. Zach Wilson, the quarterback at BYU, not only are they undefeated so far this season, completing 79% of his passes, 12 touchdowns. He is red hot trying to join Ty Detmer as BYU's only. Heisman winners. Here's my current number two. Mack looks right. Pressure's coming. He'll throw long. Waddle's got it behind the defense. Leaves the DB on the ground. Tyson Campbell wondering what happened to Jalen Waddle as he left him behind for the touchdown. That's Eli Gold from Learfield IMG College. Mac Jones, the quarterback at Alabama, leading the nation in passing efficiency right now, and he had a huge day against number three Georgia that propels them to number two. Here is my current number one. Lawrence pump fakes now looks for the end zone. Davis Allen wide open. Touchdown. Three straight games for a touchdown for Davis Allen. Clemson Tigers radio network Trevor Lawrence last week. He had five touchdown passes in the first half. 15 on the year. One interception. However... 
What we're seeing right now from Clemson and from Trevor Lawrence oh, no. could, could change things up next week. I mean, again, he is having 21 of 36, 23 of 38 now, 237, two touchdowns and a pick. A very pedestrian day against a Syracuse team that was a 47-point underdog. Mm. I mean, this is as bad a team as there is in the country right now, Syracuse, and Clemson is struggling. It happens. It happens. I mean, I don't know how it's happening, but it happens. And these are the games that you have to get out of, right, Steve? I mean, right. let's be, sometimes it's more about being that Heisman guy because you can get out of those trap games versus always being that dominant force. I'd rather see what Trevor Lawrence is going to do in these moments to prove to me mm-hmm. that you're not a front-runner Heisman. Right. I don't like front-runner Heisman winners. Or well, that's what happened to Peyton Manning. He was a front-runner Heisman guy the entire season, and he had a couple of hiccups along the way where he didn't perform. And because he didn't perform at that extreme level, people really took a shot at him, and Charles Woodson ends up with the trophy. If you're able to get out of games like what this Syracuse game is Mm -hmm. turning into, no one will care or remember if you have the big games in those bigger games, right? right? You make it to the playoff, you you play, you know, for the the conference title, whatever it may be. I think that no one remembers that Syracuse had a day where you had to dig deep to win that game. But if you let them get it, then that's kind of hard to recover from. Are you 100% convinced that Trevor Lawrence, who has lost, think about this. He, like I don't think game? he ever lost a high school game. Right. And he's lost just the championship game against LSU, which right. was just a better team than Clemson. That's it. Yes. Is that transferable to the NFL if he becomes a New York Jet or a Giant or whatever team, bad team that takes him at number one? No. No. Do you see the anything NFL, about him that says this guy NFL can overcome all? The NFL is unforgiving to everyone who plays the game. That's mm-hmm. why the greats that become the greats are legally allowed to be flagrantly okay with saying they're one of the greats. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some guys benefit. I mean, most guys benefit from success, breeding success, right? Like you look at a guy like, for what it's worth, I mean, people could say what they want to say, but you look at a guy like Edelman, or you know, you know, you look at a guy who's the who's the first one that that um, Wes Welker. Wes Welker. It was he wasn't much of anything in other places, right? He was nobody. But now he's probably going to be a Hall of Famer. Nah. Well, you, I don't know. I don't. I, know. I have, I have higher Hall of Fame uh, standards. But success breeds success. I understand. And the success that he had makes him kind of in the conversation for possibly going. How All right. That? So we're going to definitely keep our eye on this Clemson Syracuse game again. Clemson, a forty-seven point favorite, twenty-seven twenty-one. Syracuse with the ball right now, after Clemson had a punt. 214 to go in the third quarter. Uh, by the way, from a point spread standpoint, if Syracuse were to win this game, it would be literally the biggest upset ever. I think it's Stanford's win against USC several years ago, where I think they were a 40-point dog and won the game. I'm talking about not covering the spread. I'm talking about winning the game straight up. 
But if Syracuse somehow pulled off this miracle, it, it would be the all-timer. All right, we've got much more of the uh, college football season, uh, college football schedule coming up. But first, a word from Farmers. You get a whole lot of something with Farmers Policy Perks. So much, I'm going to have to speed things up. You can get the claim-free discount, which gives you money off your homeowner's policy if you've been claim-free for three consecutive years. Also applies for three successive years, three years straight, and what's known to insurance fans as the claim-free three-peat. Get a whole lot of something with Farmers Policy Perks. Start with a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Now for the legal something. Not available in every state. Only available with select farmers branded policy subject to terms and conditions underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges or Affiliate. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. 
Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, <laughs> Perk up your ears for Farmer's Policy Perks. From discounts to added benefits, you can get a whole lot of something. Get a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Not available in every state. Only available with select farmers branded policies underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges or Affiliate. Steve Harbin, LeVar Arrington. We are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. So again, keeping our eye on this shocker. Shocker that it's not a blowout. Although just like that, Clemson scored. Just when I say that, LeVar, what happened here? These are the ones you got to get. Here's that was what the uh, fumble return for touchdown. Yeah, the 21-yard fumble return for a touchdown by Andrew Booth. So just like that, Syracuse teasing us, now trailing 34-21. to 21. However, as I mentioned, I'm watching uh, Trevor Lawrence in this game, and he's looking extremely pedestrian, 24 of 40, 246. Those are not... Heisman number, so we'll keep an ETM eye on that. ETM is dealing with this whole little leg issue going on here. Keep an eye on that. Yeah, so I, uh, ETN is, uh, you know, he's a guy that obviously would have been uh, in, in the NFL this year, but he decided to stay one more year at Clemson. It's been amazing how Dabo Sweeney has players mm-hmm. that have passed on the chance to jump in the NFL to get one more season in as at Clemson. What does that tell you about a, a certain mentality at Clemson where any other player, just like you, came out of Penn State? I mean, I mean I've mean, i never understood it. If you're ready for the NFL, well, if you're going to be a first-round draft pick, why if, are you staying in college? If my coach loved me more, I probably would have stayed. <laughs> my coach was ready for me to go, you've got to go. <laughs> you are way too independent. You, wow. You, you think – think yeah outside of the box and we don't need that type of player here did he actually have that conversation joe pa with you or he just gave you his the eyes look? told me <laughs> his eyes gave me the entire the entire conclusion i think of you what were just freaking out i think you were seeing something in joe pa that oh, wasn't no, there because no, no. i'm sure he would love to have had you one more i've year. heard all of the conversations of how they had conversations with joe about should they stay or should they go and how in-depth those conversations were and joe called me into the office and i went to the office and we had just such this great amazing conversation man joe came to me on the sideline at the alamo bowl i had forced three interceptions mm-hmm. i had two two three sacks i had 14 tackles in the game joe goes you're going pro aren't you i said yeah he says okay good luck <laughs> That that was our that was our exit conversation. That was probably as it applied to my football career. That was our last conversation. So I didn't get the. Well, how many the, times did you talk to Joe Pye after leaving Penn State? You know what, Joe and I's relationship became real after I left. Oh, okay. So you, it didn't get worse. It didn't turn into <laughs> like we we were bitter at one another. But he relived the glory days, that nine and zero start in ninety nine. I can remember when Joe was sick, and I went up there to see him, mm. and 
not sick as in not being at the facility, but was sick. Like they were trying to say it was like, oh, he had like pneumonia or something like that, walking pneumonia or whatever. Right. I went to see him. Every time there was something going on, I'd make sure I went to go, you know, go see him. And I, w- I was in his office and I could tell we were having a conversation and he got emotional, right? which I ain't never seen Joe. Wow. Get emo- right. Joe got emotional and I could tell that maybe there were some regrets and I got emotional because I felt like I had some tremendous regrets as it applied to our, our relationship pattern while I was there. But it was almost, he never said that I'm sorry for some of the things that may have happened or some of, you know, what would be considered some misunderstandings during my time there. But I could tell, just like I said, when he told me it was time to go, I could tell that there was a remorseful energy coming from him. But we actually got closer once I left. And then the older I got, the closer, you know, we became. So it was more or less like my admiration for him grew over the years because although I didn't agree with how he approached his handling with me, as I got older and I, I had kids and I got married and I became a head coach, like um, I began to understand a lot of why he felt the way that he felt and the things that he said. Um, it, they started to make as you go and find out how crazy the world we live in is. You, you I, I began to tell him as our relationship grew. Um, why I, I I could understand why he felt the way that he felt. So, anyways, to play for a legend like yeah. that, I mean, is uh, by the way, I'm watching this. The Ohio State Buckeyes, Justin Fields threw a pass yeah, in the back dime. of the end zone that they called incomplete. They reversed it. The reversal is coming. Unbelievable yeah, reception on this. He he catches the ball, the receiver, and he's got to re- the momentum is carrying him out. He reaches back with his back foot. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And he gets it in. It I, in. I've never seen that. Look at that. And the that's left foot's amazing. not down. It started that is, out, out. It started out out. But yeah. he brought it back in. That is unbelievable. No, I have that's never pro. seen someone's yeah. momentum go that far one direction and, and still be able and to pull somehow was able in. to get his back foot down before and his front foot hit the ground. You only need one foot in college. By the way, two, that is clear. Two Nebraska players have been ejected for targeting. Jeez. At some wow. point, that's on Scott Frost. All right, Scott Frost <laughs> has lost control of this team right now. I mean, <laughs> it's it's completely it's spiraling out of control. I'm feeling it's much better about my Oklahoma pick guys right now. Now, giving six and a half up 20. Hello. I feel like a turnaround is coming right the, now. The backdoor cover is going to be amazing by TCU. <laughs> oh, wow. Can't wait. Clemson has responded to, by the way. They're not playing around. By the way, yeah. by the way, Justin Fields has one incomplete pass. Wait for my Heisman update next week. You, well, you're going to against Nebraska. You're gonna, well, I mean, Scott Frost. <laughs> <laughs> He ain't playing the Scott Frost. Scott right. is coaching. By the way, uh, your Nittany Lions are only six and a half point favorites, six point favorites on the road against Indiana. I like that. We'll cover. We're going to cover. All right. Yeah, That's we'll what cover. he says right now. We're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Everything college football coming up on Fox Sports Radio. First down and goal at the five. Fields rolls out. Throws it. Incomplete. Smith. In Jigba, the intended receiver, 
I do not think he got a foot in down and no he did not. He was trying to and very athletic. He was the number five overall wide receiver in the class a five star player. And you look as he's trying to get that well control. Uh -oh, uh -oh, oh, oh, he may have gotten that foot in goodness. That looks like a catch and a touchdown. They oh. ruled it incomplete, but that was clearly a touchdown. No doubt about it. Yeah, that was Gus Johnson, Fox Sports, right there with the call. And Ohio State did get that touchdown as they lead Nebraska now 45-17. to 17. Do just we have another fumble? Back. Yeah, they just got it back. Wow. Another fumble for Nebraska has just been a disaster. By the way, in this game, uh, oh, by the way, we are coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in the car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Justin Fields, in his debut this season, 20 of 21. Pretty impressive. 276 yards, two touchdowns. He's also run the ball 14 times, 54 yards, and another score. So uh, extremely impressive debut on the season for Justin Fields. And as a Heisman voter, I can say yes. He's in the race. One game in, he's in the race. Ah, Trevor's got it. He's not got it. Not after the – now, again. His name is already on the tag that, that will be put on. And placed on that all right now historical trophy clemson will not lose to syracuse they're now up 40 to 21 11 and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter there trevor lawrence is 27 to 43 289 touchdowns two interceptions one uh pedestrian against a horrible syracuse team horrible when you're the greatest syracuse ever team. you're going to get everybody's best shot Look, I don't base – you know, I'll, t I'll give you an example. The f first year I voted for the Heisman was the year that Cam Newton won in, 2010. Okay. And that that was a no-brainer that year, obviously. But Andrew Luck was runner-up that year, and he was runner-up the following year to RG3. He did not make my final three ballot either year, Andrew Luck. Why? Because their biggest games each year were against Oregon in those days, and he lost them both. I'm like, Andrew Luck, oh, he's going to be the number one pick in the draft. That's not why I vote for the Heisman, who had the best season, who played well in the big game. It's like Johnny Manziel. Why did he win the Heisman that year? He beat number one Alabama. That's why. Hmm. Got to have big games. What was the best college game he ever had? Oh, man, I had a few. I had more than enough to try to decide <laughs> one over the other. So I'm going to just. When you get elected to the College Football Hall of Fame someday, are you going to invite me? Absolutely. I, I'm going uh, the next time they, uh, Eric Dickerson finally took him like 100 years to get in. But I'm gonna How go. crazy is that? He was the all-time leading rusher but, in Southwest Conference history, and he will always be because there is no Southwest Conference <laughs> anymore. And he was like a finalist like 10 times he was on the ballot, finally got in. Mm. Is that unbelievable? It's unbelievable. Guys like him and Marcus Allen. You know who's never going to be into the College Football Hall of Fame, apparently, Ooh. even though he was uh, unanimous All-American his senior year. Ooh. Like you, the number two overall pick in the draft, Lawrence Taylor. He's not in the College Why Football Hall of Fame in North Carolina. I don't know. Because they, they think his character is not up to uh, a level worthy of the College Football Hall but of Fame. But he's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yes, he's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So was Eric Dickerson for 20 years before he got in the College Football Hall of Fame. But then you have some guys that haven't been <laughs> out of college for more than 10 years. 
15 years that are already in the college. Hall well, you have to be you have to be 10 years removed from your college career and you need to be retired from football. You can't be playing professional football anymore. Like I said, there's some guys that are in there that are like 10 years removed right from playing. Steve, I have a Penn State trivia question for you. Talk to me. Uh-oh. So LeVar was named on the uh, Mount Rushmore of Penn State football. Yes. Do you want to know the three people he was joined by? Uh, John Capaletti. No, that's one, yeah. Okay. Uh, Penn State, Mount Rushmore. I, I, I don't know who. It might be a different, different. I don't know. I mean, oh, I You can, don't know about your I, own Mount Rushmore? No, I don't. Uh, John Capaletti. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so that that's an obvious one. I mean, Penn State's had so many players. I mean, well, I, Jack Ham is on there, but I don't know who the third person would be. Is it Jack Ham? Wow, he's on there as well. One more. He wasn't even the best linebacker when he was at Penn State. Dennis Oncotts <laughs> was the better and linebacker, he would, and he would concur. Yeah, that, he was. The, he was a whole, better college that's player. When, that's when linebacker you was yeah. created. Well, that's based more based on, on their coaches. This, uh, this player won two national championships uh, with Penn State in '82 and '86. Uh, let's see, '82 and '86. Oh, I Shane Conlon. Is it Shane? Is it Shane? Okay. Shane Conlon. I wouldn't have known. I, would, I, I knew Shane could be on there, but there were a couple others. Shane Conlon is in the College Football Hall of Fame, and you're not. I mean, Shane Conlon belongs in the full. I, I don't even look at it as a, like, that's not. Shane Conlon yeah. is one of, like, that's one of my heroes. Right. Shane is one of my heroes. Like, mm-hmm. it's forever in my my brain, two of the two main guys on that, that mm-hmm. Miami team. Yes. Um, is Shane Collin and DJ Dozier. They're, right. they're, those are like, you can't say anything to me about those guys, man. So that whole team, Pete Katopoulos, Bob White, <laughs> Trey Bauer. You, you ain't know, a whole lot of You know Ray that Isom. whole team? Bro, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a fan. You want to know why I think I was so good at playing the game? Mm-hmm. And guys that I truly enjoyed that play the game. The ones that are full time, as Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen yeah. is one of the guys I love so much. Absolutely, the full timers is what he calls them. Right, meaning don't just play the game. Know the game. Yeah, know why you play the game. Know who played the game. Know why they played the game. Know the who's and why they played the game. So for me, there were certain moments in time where I know that team, like like that eighty two, um, eighty was it eighty five? I believe it was those those yeah. those teams yeah. were. I knew those guys. I knew those guys. I knew the team. You know, I knew. That's the amazing players. when you talk about guys like Marcus Allen. I did a uh, Marcus and I obviously go back to our my Raider days with them back in the eighties. We're dear friends, and he came out. He, he doesn't you know he doesn't live in uh, California anymore. He mm-hmm. moved mm-hmm. anyway. I won't tell you exactly where he's living, but anyway, <laughs> he came back for an appearance, and we it was the two of us, and he had an audience. And he is an awesome dude. By he is the way. an amazing guy, and but he really breaks down the game. Yes, he does. I mean, because well, you know, he's a fan it, of it. Exactly, Ronnie Lott's the same way. He ta- I mean, exactly. They when they're talking to people, they're not just glossing over their highlights. No, they're or, giving you details. No, no, no. They're they're breaking it down yes. for you. Yes. Like what? 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 You know how how the game is played, it how matter. it should be played properly, what they're not doing these days, everything else. It's a clinic clinic with these guys it matters to paint the picture because that is in in essence that is how that's how we live on if you have part-timers they're just all about you know the relevance of now right they'll tell you i know this player and i know that player that player is still playing 
You ask them about players that are retired and have come before them. You can ask a lot of these guys. You mentioned Lawrence Taylor. You can ask a lot of guys about this, and they would think that Sean Taylor is better than Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> and God bless. I love Sean to death. That yeah. was my teammate. But, yeah. but it's just all about the the recency effect of some like – if if you don't add and and here's what's crazy if you don't add tragedy to Sean's career people don't even know who Sean Taylor is exactly hey by the way here's something about Dabo Sweeney all right so we mentioned Clemson a 47 point favorite over uh, Syracuse today so they score on a fumble return to go up 34 to 21 they then scored again ETN scores they went for two. Up uh, forty to twenty-one, they went for a two-point conversion, didn't get it. Etienne has now scored again, so they're still trying to cover the spread. Uh, it's up to twenty-six <laughs> right now. Three more touch. They can get three touchdowns in ten and a half minutes. And one thing about Dabo Sweeney, the idea of pouring it on is not in his. Oh well, you know what this is. He doesn't care about that, Steve. What this is 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 that they were they were not trying to show too much of what they're able to do right you know it's like all right we were they they started to hit cruise control now they're they're not going to cruise anymore yeah so so, uh, so right they got to forget it Syracuse is going to have to gear up to try to finish out <laughs> it's unbelievable yeah. Oklahoma is winning big 30 to 7 over TCU so finally finally I get one of those right all right we're on the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios by the way later in the hour John Paul Morosi is going to be joining us getting ready for game four of the World Series Walker Bueller was lights out last night for the Dodgers. They have a 2-1 series lead against the Rays. We'll continue our college football coverage coming up next. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. 
like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold this value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are busted. Can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> Perk up your ears for Farmer's Policy Perks. From discounts to added benefits, you can get a whole lot of something. Get a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Not available in every state. Only available with select farmers branded policies. Underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges or affiliate. Steve Harbin, LeVar Arrington, happier, happier now. Food in the house. I, I didn't even think I was hungry when I came in this morning, but we kept talking about food, and now that the food is here... We can't say where we got the food, but I'll put it this way. Good choice. <laughs> Do you guys mind me chewing in your ear? <laughs> yeah. yeah, good choice. Let's put it that way. Wow. It was a good call. Good call. All Great the way job, right guys. Good call. We it's like that. To eat. It is. It's, isn't it amazing how well, how much uh, good food tastes even better when you're hungry? Isn't it amazing how much people's communication and Energy towards one another changes when you get food. Yeah. Early, uh. early on, order the food. Now we got the food. It's like, oh, God, you good? Everything good? All right, good. All right. Everybody got nabbed. I'm good. one of those people. Look at I Obviously, I watch a lot of sports. I'm a big sports guy. I'm a big news guy. Okay, those are the things I watch most of. Mm-hmm. But when I'm not watching that, I'm watching Food Network. I mean, I am. I I, I don't eat a lot. I've, I've learned in my advanced stage in life. Right. I always go back. Gary Player, the greatest, you know, one of the great golfers of all time, who's still in amazing shape. He's 85 years old. Mm-hmm. I interviewed Gary about five years ago. Remember, he he actually posed for ESPN's body, body thing, issue. you know? Mm-hmm. So I asked him, I said, what is, what's the secret of your physical? And when he goes, well, Don't exercise. But he goes, the less you eat, the longer you live. Mm-hmm. Because your body doesn't have to work as hard. Right. So I don't eat all that much as right. I get older, but, oh, I could watch food all day long. Good for you. I'm a, I'm a you know, foodie you know, in that point. You know when it really goes down well, what, what we just ate, is when uh, Ohio State covers. Wow. Oh. <laughs> By the way, TCU. 17 right now, Ohio State. That's right. TCU did not cover. 
So uh, oh, you wow. you did a good job. For I once. actually I'm now two and five. Not exactly bragging rights, but at what least what was the I, line on the Syracuse Clemson game? Syracuse 47. forty-seven points. Yeah, yeah, they're only winning by yeah. twenty-six. Yeah, they're, they're not going to cover. Gonna make it. Not going to make it. Of course, Trevor Lawrence out of the game now. So uh, uh, he did finish the day. If you're curious, Trevor Lawrence with uh, for him below par stats: twenty-seven to forty-three, two eighty-nine, two touchdowns. And a pick. So uh, Clemson will prevail. Moving on. Uh, we are getting close to kickoff of your Nittany Lions on the road against Indiana. I believe Indiana won eight games last year. They were pretty good. Hoosiers uh, are actually a better team than they normally are. No home field advantage, though. Well, they you're right. It's going to be – well, it's not like what, – what was it like to play at Indiana? Did they ever I've have a home field I've never played advantage? in Indiana. You never played That's a game at Indiana? That's one of the one places I did not play. I did wow. not play at Indiana. I can't imagine they have overwhelming uh, fans. It's year, a basketball school. Yeah, the one year we got them back when we started, like how I had that rotation, mm-hmm. was my last year. So I would have went there my, my senior year if I was there. We did play them at home, and they had Antoine Randall at quarterback uh, – I do believe they had Alawalu Agulier at, at defensive end that year. You guys know Chicago football. Mm-hmm. He was a really good football player. Uh, you know, Indiana has always been a really competitive, good football team. They just can't win. All right, your Nittany Lions ranked eighth right now in the country before yeah, even right. playing a game. That's about right. I asked this question on my radio show during the week, okay. working with two Penn State guys. Okay. What will Remember, you have an eight-game schedule. Mm-hmm. Will Penn State have more losses this season or more canceled games this season? More losses. So you think they get, they're not going to run the table eight? No. Here's your here's I your think, schedule. I, I at think, Indiana, you got Ohio State at home. I think there's one game. Next week, we Ohio like State at home next week. Are you going to call we it right may, now, Penn State we wins? We may let one game get away from mm-hmm. us. And I don't necessarily know that it's Ohio State. Well, they're at Michigan later in the year. Yeah. By the way, what I haven't asked you this in a while. Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. Mm-hmm. This is a guy who, everywhere he went, Had took won. bad programs and just suddenly turned them around. Mm-hmm. So everyone assumed going to Michigan – after they had struggled during the uh, Rodriguez era, the Brady Hoke era, that somehow Harbaugh was going to right the ship. He hasn't beaten Ohio State, nothing. The Big Ten is a different animal. I tell people all the time, everybody jock sniffs the SEC, but the most quality football is played in the Big Ten. Uh, Did you get that quote? Uh, Gavin, you want to put that down on our site? He just said, the best talent in college football. Forget that SEC crap. The best conference. The best, best, the best conference. conference. I didn't just. I, there wow. might be best talent in SEC, mm-hmm. but best football is is what I said. The best is it football a style is of game. What, how do you it's call the it? Best fo- it's the best coaching. It's the best football that's played in the Big Ten. And I always yeah. said, as we saw from Nebraska. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, they're not really Big Ten. I mean, we treat we treat we treat we treat imposters. We treat the 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 people the add-ons. I mean, which we were an add-on one, with one point, but I I think we came in and bolstered back then when you when you made a move like that, like back then to get Notre Dame with Lou Holtz or to get Penn State with uh with Joe Paterno to actually come to your conference was like a land. Like they were independent. We're so we were so big at one point. We didn't need to have a conference. We didn't need but don't you. but don't you I mean in recent years Ohio State is dominant, dominant. in this conference. They are dominant. But I but, mean then what? But but when you think well think about it. If you want to say they're dominant 
think about how dominant Ohio State has to be versus a what Alabama? Yeah, but LSU won the national I mean, championship about, last think year. Think about Clemson. Clemson's in the ACC. Don't nobody give a good gosh darn about the ACC outside of Clemson. Now you look at the SEC. Who are your teams? Well, you have Alabama, Georgia. Well, what? LSU had one of LSU. the great seasons ever last year. Last year. Last year. Right. When, has LSU been dominant all along? Well, where is – okay. Is Penn State knocking on the all door right, of national well, championships? Right, well, so here's the point. Here's yeah. the point of what I'm saying. These teams knock each other off. They knock each other off. You're not getting knocked off in in the SEC because there's not enough good teams. So whoever whoever the dominant teams are, if it's going to be Alabama this year, it's going to be Alabama that dominates the the entire conference, and they're going to go win the SEC and and, and go compete. All right, for. Whoa, whoa, whoa. let's let's go, let's go over the right, pecking order right. of uh, Big Ten schools. If yeah. Ohio State's number one, yep, who's number two right now? Penn State? I don't know. I, that's that's the thing. I don't well, know. Penn State's got, ahead, got, ahead got, of Michigan, you got right? Penn State. You have Northwestern. Northwestern. Abs- absolutely. You look <laughs> whoa, whoa, at Wisconsin. Whoa, whoa. I just we had SEC sitting there with Alabama LSU, and you're, you're you throwing look, out Northwestern. I I would take if we were to do a round robin of of a tournament, and you right. take the Big Ten versus the SEC, which, yes. which would be an amazing idea, by the way, if anybody's listening. And you do a bracket challenge of those teams having to go up against each other, top to bottom. I would guarantee you guarantee you at the end of that tournament, you might have one or two SEC teams still available and alive in that tournament. If you took every team in the SEC, matched them up with a team in the Big Ten, and you did a tournament, you would have way more Big Ten teams standing at the end than you would SEC teams. And wow. I'd, I'd put the bank on I, that. <laughs> I'd put the bank on that. Right now, the Big Ten, you have Ohio State number five. You have Penn State number eight. Wisconsin number 14. So those are your top three. But then you have teams like Minnesota. Minnesota's that are really, really good. Then you have teams Here, like, like Iowa All right. that are really, really good. Northwestern, who are really, really good. They are really good teams. Here, here's here's the way somebody broke it down. Before this season, they were talking literally Big Ten versus SEC. Okay. This guy says, when you look at numbers 5 through 10 in the Big Ten, they're better than the 5 through 10 in the SEC every year. That's correct. 5 through 10. That's correct. Okay, so that's where you're going. But, so but the, the, at the end of the day, if you're talking about 5 through 10. But outside of Ohio State – what what other teams in the Big Ten could compete against what we saw last year at LSU or Alabama year in and year out or even Georgia? Again, as I as I mentioned, and the reason why we see so many SEC teams getting that type of credit and that type of response is because of your thought process. It's like for some strange reason, we can allow a SEC team to lose once or twice and still give them the credit and credibility of being able to compete and make it into the national playoff. I think they need to expand the national playoff, and you need to reward more teams that are ranked higher at the end of the year because I think we're missing on seeing the talent of some of these schools because they are in – the Big Ten is a more competitive conference than the SEC. Case closed. All right, so – I'll debate anybody till I turn blue in the face and beyond on that one. 
All right. So, what was the SEC's record in bowl games? Let's last let's year? look at the college football playoff. Okay. All right. Yep. Ohio State has been in three college football playoffs. Obviously, the first year they won it, they were two and zero. Since then, one and done. 2016, yep. 2019. And the only other Big Ten school that has played in the playoff was Michigan State, and they also were one and done. Mm-hmm. But again, how many SEC teams are making it into the playoff? Well, Alabama has obviously been in five of them. They're six and three overall. Then you have LSU. They won last year. They were two and zero. Georgia got to the championship game there one year. I mean, they have a better record. Yeah, because they're not really playing too much football during the course of the year. I mean, really, the college football playoff has been Alabama Clemson. I mean, that's it. Again, because they're not playing too many teams during the course of the year. Right. So LSU or Georgia can dominate any given year. Alabama continues to dominate every single year because there ain't nobody else out there. Oklahoma's been in it four times. They're 0-4. They won a game Who's yet. Who's Oklahoma playing? Well, they're playing in the Big 12. Who are, they, who are they playing? I, look, I'm not putting the Big 12 on par with the Big 10, obviously. That's but what league. I'm saying is, again, I'm going to go back to my original point. The Big 10 conference, there is better football. So you're not going to see Scott Frost go from where he went to mm-hmm. and come into the Big Ten, and all of a sudden that magic works in the Big Ten. It's not you're not good enough. It's not good enough. You got to play real football to win in the Big Ten. One Big Ten school, Ohio State, and it was the first year of the playoff. There've been six of them. It's the only Big Ten school we, to win a game in the we playoff. We knock each other off every single year. It's a cannibalism type of deal in the Big Ten. You don't have that in other conferences. Pac-12, you don't have that. I'm not putting Pac-12 in but, the conversation. But, but what I'm saying, but what it's I'm saying SEC is SEC versus Big Ten. But if you look at the Pac-12, the Pac-12 is very much like the the SEC. You have the most elite athletes going to Alabama, Georgia, sometimes LSU. It's just recently LSU. And I know they won one with Les Brown. Don't get me – like, I know the history. Les Miles, excuse me. Yeah. Les Brown. He, he gave you a little, <laughs> little motivation. Yeah. A little encouragement. Listen, the bottom line that I'm trying to put here for everybody's line to to, to be even is that if you have S, the USC in their glory days, yes, who's out there to beat them? Right? Right. If you have – if you have – Arizona in their glory days, the Desert Swarm teams with Teddy Bruschi and Look all those you. guys, right? Who do you have to beat them? That is the SEC. You want to break down? You want to break this down in its entirety? Look at how many SEC teams are going to bowl games, and look at how many games they're winning when they go to them. Rutgers is leading, and in fact, they're running it off. Rutgers will beat Michigan State. At Michigan State, 38-27, less than a minute to go. All right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Let's find out what's trending. We're going to have John Paul Morosi on the other side get an update on the World Series. Man, LeVar, I'm shocked that you said the Pac-12 was more like the SEC, not the Big Ten. I'm uh, shocked. Like keep keep it in perspective. Well, well I'm saying I'm saying in terms of of in, I'm saying Top in terms heavy. of no, well not that but like guys knocking each other out because they play everybody in the conference 
And you mentioned USC. Top like, heavy, U- though. But USC would play a Thursday or a Friday night up in Corvallis and lose. Yeah. Or they'd play up in Washington and lose. Yes. I mean, shoot, the one year that they had the chance to play in the national title game, they lost to UCLA in the Rose Bowl yes. with John David Booty at quarterback. But it's a top-heavy deal is what I'm saying. Like, USC, who's the other team that you would say is a dominant team in the or- pack? Oregon. Oregon, okay. Yeah. And that's, like, for how long? Like, you Yeah. Know? Oh, Washington was there for a couple of years. They actually got to the play. I mean, U- was competitive Utah? for a few years. Well, that's only recently. Yeah. yeah. That's recency effect. I'm just talking historically speaking yeah. overall that it's a top-heavy – the, the Pac-12 is a top-heavy conference. The SEC is a top-heavy conference. It's not a great conference all the way through. Unfortunately. Yeah, this is what it is. It's not the MAC. Well, there you go. <laughs> yes. huh. Playing on a Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes during an update, I see. <laughs> Guys, uh, real quick in the National Football League, Jets have activated wide receiver Denzel Mims from injured reserve, but the Bills placed tight end Dawson Knox on the reserve COVID list. Cowboys activated offensive lineman Cam Irving uh, from injured reserve. And Deshaun Jackson, according to NFL Network's Mike Garofolo, he's going to be out six to eight weeks with a non-displaced ankle fracture, so he's done for quite a bit. In terms of the scene today in college football, Ohio State won and covered. Martinez takes the handoff, runs to the right, now steps up to the middle, eludes Jonathan Cooper, and then fumbles the ball away as Pete Werner hit him in the Buckeyes, have it picked up and running it is seven Banks. He'll stumble his way to the 20, to the 10 of Nebraska. Banks will weave his way into the end zone for an offensive touchdown for Ohio State. Buckeyes got it done. 52-17 was the final. Justin Fields, 20-21, 276 and two scores. Clemson beat Syracuse by 26. Kansas State, 20th ranked team in the nation, blitz Kansas, who's now 0-5, 55-14 was the final. UNC over NC State, 48-21. There's under a minute and a half to play in that ball game. Number two, Alabama and Tennessee about to get things underway. Number six, Oklahoma State and Iowa State will also get things kicked off in Stillwater in about five minutes from now. Guys, back to you. All right, thank you very much, David. Once again, we're coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save. 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Game four of the 2020 World Series tonight. Rays and Dodgers. Julio Urias will start for the Dodgers. Ryan Yarbrough will start for the Rays battle lefties. And joining us right now, he is our Fox Sports MLB reporter, insider. He knows it all. He does it all. And he's so modest about it his great achievements. I'm talking about the one and only John Paul Morosi. So, JP, JP. we saw Bueller (laughs) last night masterful uh, in his uh, head up against Charlie Morton. A lot of people thought, hey, this could be the game that really decides a series. It was all Dodgers last night. Is there anything to make you think that down two games to one that the Rays can still come back and win this series? Well, good afternoon. First of all, your introduction is far too kind as always. <laughs> and I do want to make one quick point, though. LeVar, I was listening to this before I got on the air. Just to make the point, last year in college football, nine Big Ten teams made bold. Yep. Nine. Yep. Seven made it from the Pac-12. Nine to seven. And I think LeVar's point about the overall depth is very well taken. Michigan was probably a couple plays away from winning in Happy Valley. We don't have to revisit that. Yep. Okay. But I'm just going to make the point that the overall depth, I think LeVar is correct about that. Just wanted to make that point. Well, just want to clear you. the record there yeah, yeah. Uh, about the Big Ten. Yep. But, but thank, thank, thank you as always. 
for, for having me on the show. I, I think with, with respect to the Rays, um, <laughs> listen, they still have a chance here, guys, to get back in the series. But there's no question in my mind that Game 3 meant a lot more to Tampa than it did to the Dodgers because Tampa has a bullpen game basically scheduled here for Game 4 with Ryan Yarborough starting, whereas the Dodgers have Julio Urias, who has been, to me, their most consistent pitcher the entire postseason. Urias has pitched in four games during the postseason in different roles, sometimes starting, sometimes relieving, but he's been the winning pitcher all four times. That's incredible. His ERA is .56 in those four games. So I think Urias, to me, is a really key factor for the Dodgers today, and if they can find a way to win game four, then Clayton Kershaw, in his hometown, takes the mound tomorrow with a chance to win the Dodgers' first World Series title since 1988. He's making it hard for me, LeVar, because, you know, I I have TV tonight, you know, here in L.A., uh, and I, I say Urias because I can't roll. roll <laughs> Urias. 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 Does linger a little bit longer? Urias. 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 There you go. Urias. 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 All right. Urias. Yours is a front roll. Yours is a front roll. JP's is a backwards roll. I don't know how he does it. The real roll is backwards. It's not a front one. I know. I wish I could do that. I'm gonna. Now it's making me look bad today. In there, it was good enough. Uh, You'll be great. Uh, well done. That was a good effort, I thought. Steve. It really, was a great was. effort. I'm, I'm proud of you, Steve. Uh, the Dodgers, to me, have really had a, a major advantage in this series because they've been camped out at this ballpark now for three straight <laughs> rounds. Give us a little sense of how the uh, Dodgers have made this stadium their home over the last few weeks. Well, the, the point was made to me, and it's correct that the Dodgers pretty soon will have played about as many games here as the Rangers did during the regular season. Of course, the Rangers played about 30 games here. You start adding it up for the Dodgers. Of course, the Dodgers played one regular season series here, then three against the Padres, then seven against the Braves. And then, so they may get to around 20 games played here during the course of the year. They're the, they're the Texas Dodgers here. They're, they're, playing very, they're, they're feeling very comfortable. And I think, again, part of it, too, you got some guys who are from the area. Dustin May is from the area. Clayton Kershaw, as we mentioned. Uh, Max Muncy went to school very nearby here as well. So I think there is a comfort factor. I, I hear the, the clubhouse here has some very nice accoutrements there, including I was even told there's like an oven, like coal-fired pizza oven in the, in the clubhouse. Oh, like wow. it, is, it is like it is fancy, state-of-the-art, awesome. And I think, too, guys, it worked out this way, obviously, just by the way the scheduling worked ALNL. But the Dodgers did have the best record in baseball this year. And, and so when you think about it, baseball home field advantage always has been a little tricky to get because in different ways, sometimes the wild card game has eliminated that a little bit at, at different times. But the reality is the Dodgers had the best record all season long. They were able to get here at the start of the month, really settle in, get comfortable, and I think you have to give them credit for that. And, and they earned that right. It played out that way. And you're exactly right. They have looked extremely comfortable in what's been a pretty unique home ballpark for them in the month of October. We had a, a question about this looking forward for the Dodgers. If the Dodgers finally get the 400-pound gorilla off their back and win a World Series for the first time in 32 years, are they just going to have a breakout and start rattling off World Series wins? Or is it going to be maybe just sort of a letdown like, 
you know, exhale like, oh, okay, we finally did it. <laughs> I mean, I remember with the Atlanta Braves, you know, they finally broke through. They won that 95 World Series. Looked like they'd rattle off a bunch of World Series after that, and they didn't. Uh, how do you view the, the near future for this Dodger team? Well, that's a great question, and I think they've got a chance to be good for a long time. And part of the reason why is, remember, that they made some pretty tough decisions uh, over time. They did not sign Manny Machado. They did not sign Bryce Harper. They really went all in to get Mookie Betts. They could have done, depending on if Arnado became a free agent, of course he didn't, but they were, they were sort of saving their money for one big expenditure on the open market, and they ended up doing it with Mookie Betts. Of course, they've signed Kershaw long-term as well. A.J. Pollock is on a long-term deal. But they now have some pretty interesting decisions to make. Of course, Justin Turner's a free agent after the season's over. T.K. Hernandez is as well. Jock Peterson, Blake Trinan. So some important players to them are, in fact, going to be free agents, and they have to make some decisions there. But I, I think the way they have managed their payroll certainly sets them up to be able to win multiple championships in a period of time. But there's also a window to hit here, and, and they realize Kershaw is not getting any younger. The fact that it was a shorter regular season, I believe, has resulted in Kershaw being fresher at this time of year. And I think the overall staff, they've played, think about it, a seven-month season while the rest of the sport usually plays six or six-plus. They've been playing so deep into October for so long that I think having a shortened regular season maybe helped rest them up a little bit after a lot of baseball they played in the last eight years. And so to me, they, they look revived, refreshed, their farm system's in very good shape. Uh, Dustin May's got a chance to be a key starter for them for a while, as does Gonsolin, as does Urias. They, they've got, I think, a really nice foundation to be great for a long time. The Padres are gaining on them. The Braves are gaining on them, too. But I have not seen this month a better team, top to bottom, than the Los Angeles Dodgers. You know, you mentioned a lot of very interesting points connected to where where this Dodgers team could end up going. I, I just wonder the significance of – them if they are able to win uh, this World Series, the significance of what it means for the Dodgers as they've come up short but have been so close for so long, as, as Steve has mentioned, but also overcoming all of the uncertainties that, that surrounded COVID, the shortened season, as you mentioned. How significant does this, this World Series hold for the Dodgers in what would be probably remembered as one of the more uh, – interesting or maybe pivotal moments for the MLB. That's an excellent point, LeVar. And a couple things on that. Number one, the Dodgers right now with their streak of eight consecutive division titles, that is the longest streak in baseball history of division titles that has not also included yet at least one World Series championship. So it's been a historic streak of good and bad right there because they've, they've, we've never seen a team be this good this dominant, this long in a division, and not also won a championship. They obviously want to change that history, and this is a great chance to do it. I also think that Clayton Kershaw spoke about this uh, uh, maybe several days ago, and I think it's a very good point. He said that when there was the uncertainty going on, of course, he was actually here in Dallas throwing bullpens at his house, uh, lives here, of course, and, and spent the time here with his family. He's got three young kids. And he said that at that point in time, he was very concerned that this was going to be a lost year of sorts, that there was the worry that, that maybe Mookie Betts would never play a game for the Dodgers until, of course, he signed that contract. And so they were looking at it like, oh, my gosh, look at what a great team we've got. 
and, and we might not be able to take a chance at this, and it's a lost opportunity. So I would say that the Dodgers, to me, guys, they seem very grateful to be here. The Rays do as well. I think everybody here, I mean, certainly living in the bubble here, people, are, people included myself, are just grateful and excited to be able to have the World Series and be here. It's an incredible blessing, I feel, just to, to be around it. But, but I think that for, for, the, for the Dodgers overall, they were the team, I think, guys, that was most desperate to play this year of anybody else because they knew how great they could be. And here they are now, two wins away from the World Series title, realizing that and being so close now to the dream they've had for so long. Game four of the World Series tonight on Fox. We'll all be watching. JP, thank you so much. Thank you, sir. In fact, next week we'll have to put a wrap on this baseball season. With great pleasure. Can't wait. Can't wait. We're looking forward to it. Look, and, and I, I will be rooting Lavar there for the for the Nittany Lions today against the Hoosiers. Awesome. I, I wish you guys luck. And, Thank and you. I, I can't wait. Yes, I, 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 it's actually a rule now. When I speak with Steve, that we also have to also have a Nittany Lion on the air. But you and Rich, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a key part of the conversation. <laughs> we love it. I never and, dreamt. And I, I, <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't wait to see a game there, a Penn State Michigan game, and have a value. It's, it's on my list. Uh, as soon as I can do it, I'm going to swing. Penn State so, guys everywhere. Like, all, all right, right JP. Thanks good. so much. We'll talk to you thanks, next guys, week. So John thanks. Paul Morosi there. All right, we'll get back to yes, the Penn State Indiana yeah, game is kicked off. Started. But first, a word from Farmers. You get a whole lot of something with Farmer's Policy Perks. So much, I'm going to have to speed things up. You can get the Farmer's Signal app, and that could get you up to 15% off your auto policy. That's just for using the app and driving like the normal speed-limited hearing, full-stop-making, lane-change signaling human being you are. Get a whole lot of something with Farmer's Policy Perks. Start with a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Now for the legal something. Not available in every state and discount varies. Only available with select Farmer's branded policy. Subject to terms and conditions underwritten by Farmer's Drug and Fire Insurance Exchanges or Affiliate. Perk up your ears for Farmer's Policy Perks. From discounts to added benefits, you can get a whole lot of something. Get a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Not available in every state. Only available with select Farmer's branded policies. Underwritten by Farmer's Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges or Affiliate. McCaffrey back to pass. Screen it out left side, Ramir Johnson to the Nebraska 35, to the 40. He'll high step his way to the 45-yard line, and linebacker Taraja Mitchell puts him out of bounds on the left sideline, and that brings the game to an end as Ohio State wins the season opener, defeating Nebraska 52-17 here at Ohio Stadium. Yeah, that's Paul Keels from Learfield IMG College. Easy win for number 5 Ohio State, 52-17 over Nebraska. Justin Fields, he was okay today. 20 of 21, 276 yards, two touchdowns. He also ran for 54 yards and a score. So the Buckeyes off to a uh, rousing start. And for Scott Frost in Nebraska, it looks like the same old, same old there in Lincoln, Nebraska. All right, once Forget again, Ohio are, State, Steve! Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio <laughs> Studios. Before we get a big update on your Penn State Nittany uh, Lions uh, on right. the road against the Hoosiers. Is there another game in Indiana? No, no, no. I want to thank, of course, Iowa. Sam, how are the Hawkeyes going to do today? What's the deal? I don't know. They've already uh, had a three and out. So did Purdue. And looks like they're about to give the ball back. Here, All right, so, so Iowa struggling. Rusty, rusty. They haven't yeah, scored yeah. a single point this Not season. Yet. Not yet. They've, All right. About five minutes in. Scoreless so, yeah. into the entire year. David Gascon. Not who, uh, uh, yeah. not in a good mood. Not I, good. I just saw Jalen Waddle get carted off the field for Alabama. Oh, boy. He took the opening kickoff about like 10, 15 yards and got a, a would-be tackler rolled up on the back of his ankle, and now he looks like he's done for the day. So Unbelievable. That sucks. 
Uh, and then, of course, well, Gavin, uh, do you have a flurry of activity back no. today or what? I've, uh, I've already cashed in on Ohio State. Got one other game, a little uh, Indiana-Penn State action. Yeah. Indiana plus the seven. I'll take that very much. Oh, you very should good. not take it. Well, yeah, Penn should. State's going to win. I don't think they cover. We will cover that. They're not going to cover six? <laughs> You're going to lose seven. that one. Seven. seven. You're going to lose that That's one, the kicker. All right. So, uh, How it. dare you? Missed extra point. That's what I see. Yeah, yeah. You just had a Penn Stater treat you to, to lunch, you a-hole. <laughs> I know. That's why I feel dirty. Hey, I bet it on Thursday, though, so I can't feel too bad. All right, so uh, Clifford, three for three, 32 oh, yards, and the touchdown, Penn State dominating. Indiana, who has not had the ball yet, 7 nothing. <laughs> All right, like but it. I, I – so you do not think that this Penn State team will rattle off eight straight wins. Now, you have Ohio State coming in to Beaver Stadium, an empty Beaver Stadium next week. Is that going to be a factor? I think they'll – I think we can clip them this year, but I just don't know that we'll go undefeated. One final bold prediction from LeVar Arrington. Great stuff. Keep it on Fox Sports Radio. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane, back to reality. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Terms apply. If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible, if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com.